My name is Sash and welcome to the sixth episode of The Thing With Tech, where I'll talk about the thing with smartphone cameras. Before we get into it, I know that this episode got delayed too, and I'm really sorry about that. I wasn't feeling too good and then I had to go out of town for some work and I didn't want to rush a half-baked episode. So I delayed it a bit. Also, the new episodes of this podcast will now release on Fridays. A weekday upload isn't sitting too well with my schedule and I don't talk for too long either, so these episodes are more likely to be listened on a weekend than by someone traveling to their workplace on a weekday. So yeah, new episodes every Friday now. Anyway, back to the topic. Cameras have always been on smartphones, but up until the 4th or the 5th generation of smartphones, they weren't necessarily focused on. Manufacturers added them just to make smartphones more feature-rich, because when smartphones came out, Manufacturers tried to shove as many features as possible in their smartphones. This is the entire reason why we started having fingerprint scanners and had IR blasters on smartphones. And this new trend of reverse wireless charging is also because of the same reason. However, at its core, I feel like reverse wireless charging is just another gimmicky feature. Yes, I called it gimmicky, and at least for now, I stand by it. Anyway, the reason why I'm dedicating this episode to smartphone cameras is because more and more manufacturers are starting to make cameras one of the if not the main focus of their smartphones. And I feel that even though cameras and smartphones are fairly important, they're still not that important that manufacturers can basically use just the improvements in cameras to justify a new phone, especially if they could have added a lot more features. So first, let me address the elephant in the room. You may think that I'm targeting the new iPhones here. And while yes, that is true, I'd like to tell you that I also have some other phones which have the same problem. I'll talk about the other ones in just a sec. But let's look at the new iPhones first. We all know that the main focus of these phones is the upgraded camera. This is what Apple is marketing and this is the most noticeable new feature in these phones. And I'm not gonna lie, the camera in these phones is actually really good and one of the best available in the market right now. And to be honest, there have been more features added too, like a better processor, a bigger battery and a better IP water and dust proof rating. For Apple users, all of the new iPhones are good phones and probably won't disappoint anyone. However, Let's take a step back and see if an upgrade from last year's iPhone is justified. As you may have guessed, it's not, because the only good difference will be the camera. Well, okay, let's look if an upgrade from the iPhone X is justified, which was launched in 2017. And again, it really isn't. Even though processors are replaced in phones every year, for most of the people, upgraded processors are never so much better that they justify buying a new phone. In fact, a processor in a premium smartphone would last at least two years for most of the people. So the new iPhones don't really offer much apart from better cameras, at least if compared to the iPhone X. Moreover, this entire camera is the only real update is not just the case with iPhones. When Samsung upgraded their lineup from the S8 to the S9 and the Note 8 to the Note 9, the only real difference that they were advertising was the updated cameras. Even Google, from what it seems, the only real difference between the upcoming Pixel 4 and last year's Pixel 3 is the camera. And this is just not done. You know, I'd never call out companies for such crap if the only thing they can improve was the camera and the processor. But in almost all of these examples, they had a lot more to improve, but they just decided not to. For the iPhone, Apple could have improved on fast charging, added a fluid 90Hz or a 120Hz display, added an in-screen fingerprint scanner and reduced the notch. It wouldn't kill them to be more competitive with the industry. But nope, just added a camera and that's enough. For Samsung, they could have also improved on fast charging, which is something they didn't do even with the S10. They could have also decreased those bezels. But again, they just decided a camera upgrade was enough to justify an upgrade and a higher price. 
and the Pixel 4 seems like the same thing is going to happen again. A pair of new cameras will be the actual update while things like the bezels still remain very thick and very 2018. I say if you can't innovate, at least update the phone to meet industry standards. I hate the fact that I have to buy a different phone if I want a bezel-less 90Hz display while another one if I want the best-in-class camera. Why do I need to make compromises when I'm ready to spend over a thousand dollars on my phone? To be fair to all of these phones and their manufacturers, their camera is really good and they are or will be great phones overall. But that's not what I'm complaining about. I'm complaining about the fact that these companies treat camera upgrades like major feature upgrades and not like processor upgrades. My point is that most of the people will be fine with using cameras which were found in phones up to 3 years ago. And that's because in most of the premium phones, camera has always been the best in class. And like almost every other high-end commercially available electronic device, these days you can only improve it so much. Even though the camera of the new iPhones and the Pixel and the Samsung may be great, it's just marginally better than the previous generations. Yeah, it's cool to have 3 lenses and be able to shoot wide-angle or zoomed-in photos, but ask yourself, how often do you even use these features? Maybe a couple of times when your phone was new or maybe in that one scenario that one time. But is it necessary? Sure, there are a few people who use these features extensively and those people will be pissed if these features were removed from smartphones. But honestly, no matter which feature you add in a device, there will be a few people who'd extensively use it. But favoring the majority would ultimately be better for the industry. A few people want rugged smartphones and the industry is disappointing them. Sure they are pissed, but the industry favored the majority. Same thing goes with cameras. It's a not so important feature which is being hyped for no reason at all. Also, I know there are people out there who really care about the camera quality of their phone because they do freaking photography. You may say that for these people, the camera upgrades in smartphones matter. Now two things about that point. First off, as previously mentioned, these people are the minority. The industry should never appease the minority at the first place. Secondly, and most importantly, most of the people who are actually interested in photography would much rather buy a cheap phone and spend the remaining money on a good dedicated camera like maybe a DSLR. We have to understand that even photographers wouldn't want to spend a thousand dollars each year to get a marginally better camera on their phone. And that is it. That's the only upgrade that they're getting. For photographers who can spend that much money each year, this whole argument becomes invalid because of the minority thing again. Smartphone cameras should be treated like what they are. A good feature in a smartphone and not the reason to buy a smartphone. They should be good enough for most of the people. They should be just good enough to capture a memory because that's what matters. They should still be updated each year just like the processors but again, just so much that the average user never has to worry about taking back quality pictures. And even if they are hugely improved, we have to understand that they can never compete with a full-fledged camera. Any manufacturer who claims that their smartphone can take DSLR quality photos is uttering complete bullshit. No matter what they claim, you'll notice a staggering difference when you see those two side by side. If photos are being compared, think of it like this. The smartphone camera shot was taken by a professional and a lot of external accessories were used and editing was also used to make it the best shot that could be possibly taken by that camera, while the DSLR one was taken by a rookie without any external touches, making it the worst shot that could possibly be taken by that camera. Also, some of the people may say that most users don't upgrade their smartphones after one year anyway, so a camera upgrade shouldn't matter because most people won't upgrade from their old phone anyway. Well, I agree, but the thing is that just in case if someone does upgrade, 
they should be able to notice a good difference, especially when there's a lot to improve, which wasn't done because these companies felt like a camera upgrade was enough. These companies didn't improve the actual experience of their smartphones, of their new smartphones, because they felt like a camera upgrade was just enough. So yeah, I feel like we should treat camera upgrades uh, like processor upgrades too, just marginal and yearly. With that, I'll end this episode. Catch you next Friday now, not Wednesday. Thank you so much for listening and have a wonderful day.